0: When working with machines or equipment we need to be aware that their parts and components are subjected to cyclic or variable loads that may lead to a failure due to fatigue. The manufacturing process, technology applied and materials are the key to preventing these problems. Keep listening and discover our 10 suggestions. The fatigue strength of materials is very sensitive to various external factors and internal factors, including the shape and size of parts, surface finish and use conditions, and internal factors including the composition of the material itself, organizational state, purity, and residual stress. A slight change of these factors will cause the fluctuation or even a great change of the fatigue property of the material. Things to keep in mind to prevent material fatigue First, it is necessary to keep in mind that any variation in part or mechanical component sections are special regions where stress will concentrate, which will affect their mechanical fatigue strength. A part's geometry will also affect the speed at which that crack will propagate. A design that favors the emergence of stress concentration areas, cross-section changes, presence of keyways, holes or inset corners, will enable a crack to develop sooner. The design also has a significant influence in fatigue failure. Any geometric discontinuity acts as a stress concentrator and may become the point of origin of a crack due to fatigue. The sharper the discontinuity, the more severe the stress buildup. Avoiding structural irregularities or revising the design, eliminating sharp changes along the edges that lead to square edges will lead to a higher fatigue strength. The dimensions of the part also play a part increasing their size results in a lower fatigue limit. Improve the surface finish by polishing, to prevent small scratches or grooves that appear on a part surface due to cutting. Surface hardening via carburization and nitriding processes where a component is exposed to a carbon or nitrogen-rich atmosphere at high temperatures. This layer is usually 1 mm deep and harder than the coarse material. Fluctuating or cyclic stress are another aspect to keep in mind. Their loads act for a great number of cycles before failure occurs, being one of the main parameters present in material fatigue strength. An intermediate tensile stress worsens fatigue-related performance in metals since it widens the crack. Conversely, compression stress improves it. Increase performance by means of residual compression stress on a thin surface layer. The overall effect is that the probability of crack nucleation and fatigue failure is reduced. Six factors affecting fatigue strength of metal materials. The slight change of these factors will cause the fluctuation or even great change of material fatigue performance. The influence of various factors on fatigue strength is an important aspect of fatigue research. This research will provide the basis for the reasonable structural design of the parts, the correct selection of materials and the reasonable formulation of various cold and hot processing technologies, so as to ensure that the parts have high fatigue performance. The influence of various factors on fatigue strength is an important aspect of fatigue research. This research will provide the basis for reasonable structural design of parts, Correct selection of materials and reasonable formulation of various cold and hot processing technologies, so as to ensure high fatigue performance of parts. The effect of stress concentration. Conventional fatigue strength is measured with carefully machined smooth specimens, however, the actual mechanical parts are inevitably there are different forms of notch, such as steps, keyways, threads, and oil holes. The existence of these notches causes stress concentration so that the maximum actual stress at the root of the notches is far greater than the nominal stress borne by the parts, and the fatigue failure of the parts often starts from here. Theoretical stress concentration coefficient kt, under ideal elastic conditions, the ratio of the maximum actual stress and nominal stress at the root of the notch obtained from the elastic theory. The effective stress concentration factor, or fatigue stress concentration factor, Kf is the ratio of the fatigue limit σ1 of the smooth sample to the fatigue limit σ1n of the notched sample. The effective stress concentration factor is not only affected by the size and shape of components, but also by the physical properties of materials, processing, heat treatment, and other factors. The effective stress concentration coefficient increases with the increase of notch sharpness, but is usually less than the theoretical stress concentration coefficient. Fatigue notch sensitivity coefficient Q. Fatigue notch sensitivity coefficient represents the sensitivity degree of material to fatigue notch, which can be calculated as follows. 2. The influence of size factor. Due to the inhomogeneity of the material itself and the existence of internal defects, the increase of the size will lead to the increase of the failure probability of the material, thus reducing the fatigue limit of the material. The existence of size effect, is the laboratory small sample measured fatigue data used in the large size is an important problem in the actual parts, because cannot make the actual size of the parts of stress concentration and stress gradient completely similar to reappear in the small sample, resulting in the laboratory results and some specific parts touch each other between the fatigue damage. 3. The influence of surface processing state. There are always uneven machining marks on the machinated surface. These marks are equivalent to tiny gaps which cause stress concentration on the surface of the material thus reducing the fatigue strength of the material. The test results show that the fatigue limit of steel and aluminum alloy can be reduced by 10% to 20% or more after rough machining compared with longitudinal finishing. The higher the strength of the material, the more sensitive to the surface finish. 4. Influence of loading experience. In fact, No part is working under the absolutely constant stress amplitude condition, and the overload and secondary load in the actual work of the material will affect the fatigue limit of the material. The test shows that the phenomenon of overload damage and secondary load exercise generally exists in the material. The so called overload damage refers to the decrease of the fatigue limit of the material after the material runs for a certain number of times under the load higher than the fatigue limit. But the higher the overload, the shorter the cycles required to cause damage, as shown in the figure below. In fact, under certain conditions, a small number of times of overloading will not cause damage to the material, but will strengthen the material due to the effect of deformation strengthening. Crack tip passivation and residual compressive stress, thus improving the fatigue limit of the material. Therefore, the concept of overload damage should be supplemented and modified. The so called sub load exercise refers to the phenomenon that the fatigue limit of the material increases after the material runs for a certain week under the stress level below the fatigue limit but above a certain limit. The effect of the second load exercise is related to the performance of the material itself. Generally speaking, the exercise cycle of the material with good plasticity should be longer and the exercise stress should be higher in order to be effective. 5. The effect of chemical composition. There is a close relationship between the fatigue strength and the tensile strength of materials under certain conditions. Therefore, any alloying element that can improve the tensile strength under certain conditions can improve the fatigue strength of materials. Comparatively speaking, Carbon is the most important factor affecting material strength. However, some impurity elements which form inclusions in steel have adverse effects on fatigue strength. 6. Effective heat treatment and microstructure. Different heat treatment conditions will get different microstructures, so, the effect of heat treatment on fatigue strength is essentially the effect of microstructure. The same composition of the material, because of different heat treatment, Although the same static strength can be obtained, because of the different structure, fatigue strength can be changed in a considerable range. At the same strength level, the fatigue strength of lamellar perlite is obviously lower than that of granular perlite. For the same granular perlite, the finer the cementite particles are, the higher the fatigue strength is. The influence of microstructure on the fatigue properties of materials is not only related to the mechanical properties of the microstructure itself, but also related to the grain size and the distribution of the microstructure in the composite microstructure. Refining grain can improve the fatigue strength of the material.